your top stories on Blitz this hour. Lacazette denies Vieira maximum points over Arsenal. Midweek PSTV Premiership action in the spotlight. We bring you the latest T20 cricket action coming out of the Middle East. Cameron Norrie wins the BNP Paribas Open. And Rory McIlroy returns to the winner's circle. Arsenal and Patrick Vieira would have to put their love for one another aside just for the night as the Gunners welcomed their former captain, now Crystal Palace boss, to the Emirates. The Eagles out to end Arsenal's four-game unbeaten run in the London derby. A tall order complicated further by an early goal for the Gunners. Captain Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang on the score sheet inside the opening eight minutes, getting on the end of a rebound to put his side ahead. Mikel Arteta's men took their foot off the pedal after such a rapid start, allowing the Eagles to creep back in. Conor Gallagher and Aaron Ramsdale were having a battle of their own. The on-loan Chelsea man kept shooting from range, coming close on the stroke of half-time. Ramsdale doing the business to hold on to that number one jersey. The young Englishman was eventually beaten. Thomas Partey lost the ball in his own half, and the Palace response was deadly. Christian Benteke with a real striker's finish. Needing to show grit, the Gunners went in search of a quick reply. They almost found it through Alexandre Lacazette, the Frenchman agonizingly denied by Vicente Guaita. A massive save it proved to be for the Eagles, who caught the Gunners on the break at the other end. Lisa makes a run outside him. Edouard goes for goal and finds it. And Crystal Palace lead at the Emirates. Inside the last 20 minutes, when Arsenal were revving up, they suddenly found the Palace had something on the break and something very special on the break. That, however, was not the end of the story. With practically the last kick of the game, Lacazette answered the prayers of Arsenal supporters everywhere. A real kick in the teeth for Palace, shared spoils at the Emirates. Goals galore in England, a match week to remember. Liverpool were the big winners, along with Leicester. Vieira came so close to beating his beloved Arsenal, but Lacazette came to the rescue, saving a point. It's the Blues who remain at the summit, just one point clear of Liverpool, who themselves are points ahead of City, the defending champions. It's Brighton who are currently the fourth highest placed team in the league. The bottom three sides, Norwich, Newcastle and Burnley, are the only teams still looking for their first win in the league. Southampton found their first over the weekend to move a few points away from the drop zone. Arsenal and Aston Villa get the next round of Premier League action up and running. Colliding at the Emirates, the table-topping Blues will be seeking all three points over the Canaries, Brighton host City, West Ham meet Tottenham while Man United confront Liverpool in the biggest game of the weekend. Wins have been hard to come by for newly promoted Venezia. In fact, there's only been one so far from their opening eight games. They had their eyes on a first home victory on Monday night, taking on Fiorentina, who've enjoyed one of their best starts to a Serie A season in years. The Pier Luigi Benzo erupted 10 minutes before the break as the host drew first blood in the contest, 
slicing through the Fiorentina defence, sharp passing getting the job done. Mattia Aramu with a tap-in, giving Venezia a rare lead at half-time. Fiorentina's players just didn't show up, their opportunities few and far between. Ghana's Alfred Duncan almost found the equaliser, his effort from range just flying over the crossbar. To make matters even worse, they lost a man in the closing stages. Ricardo Sotil with a poor challenge, earning himself a second yellow card. Fiorentina a man down in Venice. The hosts would hold on to their slender lead to seal a massive win, one that lifts them out of the relegation zone. Inter suffered their first defeat of the season. Inzaghi undone by his former side Lazio. AC Milan found a way around Verona. Juve edged Roma, while Napoli beat Torino. Napoli and AC Milan remain the only unbeaten teams. Milan just two points behind. Inter may have lost over the weekend, but they remain in the top three, two points ahead of Jose Mourinho's Roma. Only five points separate the ten teams in the bottom half. Expect big movements in the coming weeks. Venezia sealed their second win of the campaign to move out of the relegation zone. For all your Serie A needs, look no further than Supersport. Some big games on the horizon. Roma face Napoli, Inter tackle Juventus. Only two points separated bottom half sides Espanyol and Cadiz when they did battle on Monday night. For the former, the higher placed side, victory would leave them a point adrift of the top half, an opportunity they couldn't let slip. It was a cagey first half but Espanyol were the better side. Right before the break, they found a deserved goal with Raul de Tomas, the man responsible for it. That's goals in back-to-back -back games for the Spaniard. Nico Melamed extended the lead in the second period. The 20-year-old bagging his maiden La Liga goal, courtesy of a heavy deflection, sealing maximum points for Espanyol. Alaves's lackluster start to their 2021-22 La Liga campaign has left their fans feeling uneasy early in the season. Second from bottom after eight games played, just one victory, six defeats. The players needed their supporters on their side on Monday night as they played host to Real Betis, a side looking to consolidate their place in the top 10. Alaves have only scored two goals all season, the fewest in the league, but they very nearly found a third directly from a corner. An in-swinger from Tony Moya bounced off the crossbar. Besides that half chance, they were pegged back in their own half for most of the game. Betis struggled to capitalize. Nabil Fekir's attempt in the first half was expertly blocked by Fernando Pacheco. The Frenchman was denied again in the second period. This time it was the outstretched leg of Ruben Duarte that threw his shot off course. With the game heading for a goalless draw, Betis turned on the style. In the closing stages, they unraveled the Alaves defense with some smart and intricate passing, resulting in a simple tap-in for Borja Iglesias. Betis with the smash and grab, condemning Alaves to a seventh defeat. Barcelona with a fine performance over the weekend. Three goals, three points. They were joined in the winner's circle by the likes of Sevilla, Vallecano and Betis. Sociedad have made a flying start to the season just like they did last year. They'll hope to stay in the top four for as long as possible. Real Madrid, Sevilla and Atletico complete the top four. Getafe and Alaves are really struggling to find points. 
it's a similar story for Levante. The trio make up the bottom three. Catch all the latest action from Spain's top flights right here on your World of Champions. Valencia go in search of their first win in six matches when they take on Mallorca. The first Clásico of the season will be the highlights of the weekend, as Barca and Real Madrid lock horns. Stuck in 15th place with no wins this season, Marumo Gallants have it all to do against Royal AM in their upcoming DSTV Premiership encounter. The Limbombo outfit have also had their own head coach challenges, leading to question on how they can turn the situation around. Gallants come up against a free-scoring Royal AM. The Durban side has scored 12 goals so far this season, seeing them lead everyone in that department. They scored 8 goals over 2 matches, beating Kaza Chiefs 4-1, following it up with a 4-2 win over TS Galaxy. Second place on the lock standings is in sight if they continue with the form they've showed in the last few games and deliver the goods against Galleons. It will also leave them within touching distance of the summit of the DSTV Premiership standings. TS Galaxy are one of two teams still without a win so far this season in the DSTV Premiership. They come up against Amazulu next at the Mombela Stadium in hopes of getting their first three points of the campaign. The Rockets' poor start resulted with the club parting ways with Owen da Gama as they failed to register a victory in their first five league outings. Sean Barclay was in charge in the interim until the arrival of Siad Ramovic to take over the coaching duties. The clash with Usutu will be Ramovic's first match. The German comes in at a time where Galaxy are fighting for their lives. In their six league games, four of them have been defeats, leaving them rock bottom of the Lord standings. They're also not firing up front with just four goals and conceding 11. Amazulu, on the other hand, have gradually turned around their slow start to the season. A lot had been expected for Musutu after the impressive run that saw them finish second last season. However, they have not quite hit the same notes so far. They only have one win from their six league matches, but they have done enough to move up higher on the log. Currently in ninth, a win for them will see them leap to sixth place. There's midweek DSTV Premiership action for you to enjoy in your world of champions. Amazulu are away to relegation threatened TS Galaxy, while log leaders Mamaluri Sundowns take on Golden Arrows and Marisburg United welcome Orlando Pirates to their home ground. The Proteas began their final preparations for the ICC T20 World Cup with their first warm-up match against Afghanistan. The Proteas got off to a slow start, scoring just five runs in the first three overs. Quinton de Kock was nearly caught as he got off the mark before he hit the first boundary of the match. His innings was ended the very next over as a leading edge saw de Kock caught and bowled for seven by Mujib Urrahman. The run rate remained slow as Aidan Markram joined Temba Babuma at the crease, with both batsmen taking their time to get a feel for the wicket. The pair slowly began to score some runs, but Babuma was eventually dismissed for 31 as he looked to sweep Mohamed Nabi. Markram played the role of the aggressor as he hit two fours and two sixes, but he fell two runs short of a half century as he was caught by Urraman off the bowling of Naveen Ulhaq. Rassi van der Dissen and Heinrich Klaassen began to find the boundary in the closing overs before they both fell to the bowling of Urraman. David Miller put the finishing touches on the innings as he hit 15 runs from the final over, including a big six, seeing South Africa end on 145 for five in their 20 overs.
South Africa claimed an early breakthrough as Mohamed Shazad was removed by Bjorn Fortein on the first ball of the first over thanks to a great catch from Temba Bavuma. Lungi Ngiri claimed the wicket of Hazrat Zazai in his second ball of the match as he chopped the ball onto his stumps, seeing both openers dismissed for ducks. Ramanula Gurbaz got the scoreboard ticking for Afghanistan as he struck two fours and a six, but he was sent to the dugout by Keshav Maharaj for 19 runs. Dwayne Pretorius took his first wicket of the afternoon as he claimed the scalp of Ashgar Afghan. Tabrez Shamsi proved why he's rated the best T20 international bowler in the world as he dismissed Karim Janat with his second ball of the match, leaving Afghanistan 46 for five after 11 overs. Najibullah Zadran was also undone by Shamsi as he departed on eight after the umpire raised his finger for a second LBW appeal. Afghanistan skipper Nabi put up a spirited fight towards the back end of their run chase, hitting a couple of big sixes. Gulbadin Naib also got in on the action as he slogged the big six, but he was eventually caught in the deep, courtesy of a good catch from David Miller. Rashid Khan came and went for a duck in the final over as South Africa eased to a 41-run victory in their first of two warm-up matches before their T20 World Cup campaign begins in earnest. New Zealand and Australia continue their preparations for the ICC Men's T20 World Cup with a warm-up match between the two nations. It was a chance for both teams to iron out the last details before they start the tournament. After winning the toss, Australia elected to field first. New Zealand had a steady start going through their first 10 overs with Martin Guptill and Daryl Mitchell leading the charge. Mitchell retired while on 33 and made way for Devon Conway so he could get a feel of things. Guptill by then had fallen for 30 runs. Captain Kane Williamson would add to the good start as he scored 37 runs before he was bowled. Yes! There's the googly that we're talking about and you could clearly see. <laughs> balls wide of the crease and gets his back. Kane Williamson. Adam Zampa taking much of the load for the first few wickets before Kane Richardson dealt with the rest of the batting order. New Zealand posting 158 for 7 in their 20 overs. In reply, Australia were in trouble early on as they lost two wickets inside their first five overs in the chase. But they regrouped with Steve Smith hitting three fours on his way to make 35 runs, the highest score from the Australian batting lineup. They were able to meet the target, finishing on 159 for seven, winning the match by three wickets. Oh, this is going to run away, is it, as well? This might be it, is it? Yeah, it is. That'll be the game. Back-to-back -back boundaries, so English comes in and does the job. Australia get up with a ball to spare. A little bit of luck, but it's exactly what they needed. Well done to Australia. They have won this game by three wickets.